This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I'm excited to bring you a conversation I had with Anna Dixon. Anna is a movement artist and wellness educator and passionately believes that the body is a powerful tool for healing and personal growth. She received her BA from UCLA, where she conducted applied research in dance, psychology, and education. She has since collaborated with Julianne Huff, Tony Robbins, and other innovative, influential figures on a mission to support people's well-being through therapeutic practices of somatic movement, mind-body integration, and emotional healing. We talked all about her background in dance and how it evolved into healing practice as well. She shared an epic story of how she got involved with Kinergy, which is a whole self-wellness platform designed to support your mental, physical, and emotional health. We also talked about the interesting intersections of science and spirituality and daily practices to get in touch with your own body so you can cultivate more presence and passion. Give Anna a follow on Instagram at AnnaDixon10. And if you like this podcast, go check out episode number 97 with Morgan Mancuso all on Reiki energy healing or episode number 69 with Sadie Ackerman on the field of psychological spirituality. Without further ado, hope you enjoy this conversation with Anna Dixon. Welcome to the show, Anna. So happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. So good. It was so fun. Sheesh, how long was it ago at Breathfest? Was that in, was that before? November? That was before New Year's, right? November. Yeah, November. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah, yeah. Uh, it was super fun how we met in November at a, at the big Breathfest, the Breathwork Festival that we were at in downtown San Diego. And you just had such a great energy and you were up on stage leading people through dancing. And I was just like, I need to figure out more of like what she's doing from this dance perspective and you and the whole Kinergy squad. So it was super great to connect with you. I'm excited to like have the chance to pick your brain now finally. Yeah, I know. I'm happy we aligned on the timing. Thank you for your flexibility on on finding the time to to chat. I'm excited to dive in and just talk about all the things. Let's do it. Let's dive in and talk all about the things. Uh, We were, before we started recording, we were briefly talking about... um, the, the retreat that I just came back from in Mexico and uh, the idea of like being present for and holding space for people as they're going through breakthroughs. Um, and you were you were about to share before I cut you off because I said we need to get this recording. You were about to share a little bit more <laughs> about some of the breakthroughs or ways that people break through through your art and skill set in dance. Can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah. Uh, oh. It's it's a topic that's really um, close to home for me because mm-hmm. I feel like in my own life I've you know experienced it subjectively through the art of dance and how uh, it's really been my therapy throughout my life. 
Um, and so now to be in a space of being able to share that passion and share that gift of um, having people connect themselves through through the art form and then further discover more about themselves um, and and find that moment of breakthrough is is it's really magical to to witness and um, and also to remind people that it's not it's not me that's that's giving them a breakthrough. I'm I'm holding the space and um, just reminding them it's it's them that's doing the work, you know. So it's it's mm. quite like I said, it's it's magic to watch. Truly, yeah, I love that word magic. We talked a lot about that this weekend as well. But there's no other word to describe it, but really magic in that way. And and I love what you said too. It's like it's not you that's doing anything. I always like to say too, it's like anytime you feel that truth that resonates or you have that breakthrough, it's just, it's you remembering. It's like you coming in touch with yourself or your highest self or all that, you know, your highest potential and you remembering what you already knew. And that's why that feels like such a breakthrough. It's like you're breaking through the layers that you've put up throughout your entire life and like breaking through to like what is really true and what is really there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I could geek out on this stuff. It's like, yeah, your body holds so much information. And I think we are moving into a new kind of phase and evolution where people are rediscovering and remembering um, the power of our bodies. And um, yeah, and in, in that sense, I I feel really lucky to to be in this field and have found something that I'm so passionate about personally, and then that also as a service aspect and, you know, creates impact. Mm. <clears throat> I love that. And I think that's such a, just what you said there too, such a, I think a lot of people are striving for that combination. And obviously I'm sure it's not all roses and daisies, right? There's challenges that come with, with that because nobody's exempt from those. But the idea of, of aligning yourself with something that you feel passionate about or called towards pouring your energy into that you're getting energy back from, and also has a service element attached to that too. And, and is also in service for others. So has, have, I mean, have, has this always been the case? How long has it been since you felt that kind of alignment between those two? Yeah, I, you know, I grew up my whole life dancing. It was just kind of my through line with everything. Um, and I was blessed to have a support system that was like, Hey, you can go for your dreams and, and be a dancer. Um, so, you know, when college came around, I, I decided I wanted to dance and I had the more narrow perspective of, uh, to dance, you become a professional dancer and you mm -hmm. can perform on a stage or you can join a company. Um, and then I went to UCLA for their dance program. And, um, through that experience, I really, my whole perspective was blown out of the water where I, I learned to identify not just as a dancer, but as an artist. And in that realm of art, you know, there's so much impact to me to be made. Uh, so in that space, I think throughout college, I kind of started to fuse my passion with uh, connecting it to something beyond myself. And, mm -hmm. um, and then really just Staying open, you know, staying open to possibilities, opportunities, um, and not being too rigid about my path, but keeping that that mission for myself of wanting to fuse dance um, with this realm of 
healing that I kind of had discovered through starting a yoga practice and really kind of realizing that the body holds so much power and that's Mm. why I've been so connected to dance. Um, So yeah, I think it just kind of came about um, over the past couple of years. And uh, I, I am so blessed to have found something that really truly feels so aligned for for my path, at least right now. So that's beautiful. Yeah, of course. And it's always evolving, but that's, that's really beautiful. And I love what you said there too, around not being too rigid with it. I think that that sometimes we can get in our own way or create resistance around something when we're super clear on what we want. And if we, if we're only focused on, on that specific thing, it's like, we're kind of like horses with blinders on. Right. And what we actually, Mm -hmm the next, uh, the better evolved version of what we actually want can walk right past us, but we're not focused. We're not looking for it. So it can walk right past us. So I I think that's a really interesting point there around like setting the GPS or setting the destination, having clarity on what you want or where you want to go, but then being open and kind of surrendering to the flow of wherever, of however life takes you and trusting that you're going to meet the right people at the right times and the opportunities are going to unfold. And if you're present to that part of the journey, then it, it can lead to some beautiful places. Yeah, I definitely resonate with that. I feel like those are lessons that I've definitely learned in the past couple of years of my life. Um, you know, having a goal and kind of seeing it and having tunnel vision and saying, yeah. I want to get there. Um, but now over time, I've really <laughs> come to realize that um, just honestly take things one step at a time. That's my motto right now is like, just put one foot in front of the other um, stay present and open to the moment. And I feel like I'm just rapidly learning and evolving, like at an exponential rate right now, just with, you know, the time of my life and my age and kind of starting my career. So really just to stay open and surrender to the flow. Love it. Now, was there, you were dancing long before you had that connection, it seems like to that healing part of it? Were you dancing like as a kid growing up, you were just drawn to it naturally? Yeah, I, uh, I was really honestly (laughs) dancing out of the womb. (laughs) Like I have home videos of, of myself. Um, I was the classic kid that was always playing dress up, always just like tugging at my parents. Hey, watch this performance I'm going to put on for you. Um, And so I just always had a deep rooted passion for it. I think my soul just was called to the earth to just say, Hey, you're going to dance and that's what you're going to do. So, um, yeah, it's really just been a part of Mm. who I am since, since birth. That's amazing. And was there like a specific kind of light bulb moment where it clicked, where you realized, wow, maybe I'm, maybe I'm really called on this path of dance for something bigger than just dancing. Like maybe there is a tie in with the healing process. Was there, was there something that led to that moment? That is a great question. I, I wouldn't say there was a specific Mm -hmm. moment where it clicked. Um, I really do think it was kind of a slow discovery process, um, where I always knew that dance made me feel so good and made me feel so connected to myself. Um, it was my form of therapy implicitly. And then again, as I kind of started to become more independent, go off to college, uh, go to UCLA's program and kind of start to get into yoga and that sort of healing 
realm, then I started to connect. Well, if I'm doing yoga and that's my source of healing through movement, I also am doing that through dance every Mm. single day. Um, It just was more in the realm of training and uh, more discipline that I was uh, used to. And so kind of expanding that and starting to improvise with myself and find it really more as a creative outlet versus um, my strict regimented training as Mm. a professional dancer. Um, I think that that shift, again, not a specific moment that clicked, but it was definitely uh, from age 19 to, to 22 was really kind of those pivotal years of realizing that dance is um, a powerful, powerful thing uh, that can really, really transform. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And you mentioned earlier that it, it became like it was therapy for you. Can you expand on that a bit? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like through anything um, in my life that would come up, I always came back to dance always came back to whether it was in my room um, or hopping into a studio late at night. Um, I just put on music and close my eyes and just get lost in myself. And um, I also love music. It's one of my other big, big passions. Um, And so pairing dance with music is extremely healing for me. Um, so if I find a new song that I love, um, I love to just put it on with my headphones and, and move my body and, and then discover what my body wants to tell me, um, Mm. feel like, you know, the body holds a lot of information. And if I am going through something or I have a block or, um, yeah, anything going on in my life, emotionally, mentally coming back to my body and moving is is so therapeutic for me. So. Absolutely. That's beautiful. I'm, as you're talking, I'm remembering for in, in, in my life, I, I always had a really bad relationship with my body and I, I, I had a bunch of surgeries and different like, injuries growing up and through high school. And I, I come to terms with, for whatever reason that I was going to be like in a wheelchair when I was young. I, I don't know why not, not a very good relationship mm-hmm. to be in when you're like a 17 year old kid feeling that way. And I just like walked around like an old man. I just felt like an old man. And then I went to college the first couple of years and did not treat my body <laughs> well, to say the least, and put on a lot of weight. It was super inflamed. And then I, I discovered yoga. And yoga was the first time that I felt all of a sudden like, whoa, body, thank you. I love you. Like, oh my goodness, you've been through so much and you do so much for me. Like, oh man. And and that, and when people ask around kind of my journey and in, 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 in the journey that I'm on and in, in development, expansion, spirituality, it really stemmed from that. I can vividly remember in a yoga class, like being like, oh my goodness, body, I love you. And then the first breath work journey I did from a site of one of my scars from a surgery that I had, like just welled up emotion. It came up and I started uncontrollably crying. And I felt the full, the release of that emotion that was stored in my body. And, and it was so mm. powerful to have that connection. And then that awareness moving forward that like, whoa, like there's a lot more going on here than I just thought and not living so much up here, but starting to feel into it. So that was a process that just, a memory that just came up as you're talking, which is really powerful. So my question to you is how, how, how might you encourage people to, to build that awareness within their own body? Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, you know, 
I would say to start being gentle with yourself. Mm. I think that there is a, a common stigma around, you know, when you're approaching your body that you've got to dive into a new workout practice or um, start to become an expert in breath work or whatever um, modality it is. Uh, there's so much out there and there's so much to learn. So uh, just being gentle with if you're first embarking on a process of connecting to your body or a new mm. practice or mod modality, it's, uh, it's so it's such a gift that we have bodies and that we have our breath. And those are two things that we have with us every single moment of every single day. Um, and so just to carve out some space uh, in your day-to-day -day life, even if it's just five minutes a day and just placing your hands on your body and closing your eyes or just, you know, finding a soft gaze if it, that feels comfortable to you and just connecting to yourself and finding your breath. And, you know, I think consistency is key too. So when you mm -hmm. do a simple practice like that, that micro action over time, it can develop into something that you never knew was possible for yourself. Mm. So maybe that practice starts to expand too gently finding a movement practice, or maybe it inspires you through this little five minute self meditation to start something new that's going to align later with what you want to do on your path and in your life. So um, I just keep coming back to the statement saying the body is so powerful and holds so much information. And so when we can really connect to it um, through simple practices like that, uh, it can go a long way. So well said. That's beautiful. And and what are some of the results that you've seen that lead to either in your own experience or the experience of others of just building that connection with the, with your body? You know, I, to speak for myself, I feel like mm -hmm. recently I've been really uh, focusing on my mornings and having them be a time that are really sacred for myself to set me up for my day. Um, Versus just like rolling out of bed and jumping into work, uh, connecting to myself first. And so for me, I've um, started doing this practice as of a couple months ago of uh, just stretching and just moving my body and breathing every single morning, um, whether that's again for five minutes, 15 minutes or a full hour if I have the space. Um, but that has really helped just ground me, mm. um, and help me. Yeah. Just connect to, to my own self before I connect to everything outside of myself for the rest of my day. So. Yeah. That's a powerful place to start and build momentum, you know, inward, inward facing outward versus like being reactionary to the outward things that are coming inward. Yeah. It's like fine tuning your, your internal compass. Mm -hmm. Again, like the more consistent you are with just like connecting to that, the sharper it gets and the more um, it starts to translate into your external world. Like that's something yeah. I feel like I've been really exploring lately is the more um, internally I'm connecting to myself and the deeper that I go and the more that I open up, uh, it directly translates into my out outer world. And I experience more synchronicities in my life and you know, that random person that just randomly comes into 
you know, my life where I'm like, how, how am I meeting you right now? Or, you know, there's moments like that. And I think that it, it's, um, it's important to acknowledge those moments and not brush them aside and, and to, uh, you know, honor them as Mm. your, your experience. And, you know, I, I'm a deeply spiritual person. And, uh, and so in that realm, the more that I pay attention, the more blossoms in front of my own eyes. So true. Beautifully said. Yeah. The more you focus, like what you focus on expands. So the more that you focus on acknowledging those, like, you know, those nudges or winks from the universe or whatever you want to call them, those synchronicities, like the more that you... Yeah, those little I winks. Love like, that. Yeah, <laughs> I love those monsters. Like, all right, little wink. Like, I got you. All right. Yeah. Um, those little winks, uh, those hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge is, uh, yeah, the more they expand and the more that you get to bring them into your to your experience, which is so beautiful because then it just continues to like ripple effect, expand, and then you're just playing a whole different game. Yeah, it grows so fast. So, so fast. Just got to pay attention, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is hard sometimes. It's hard. We can get, you know, monotonous and busy and tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, I think that circles back to having some like your self practices and right. whatever you do to connect to yourself. And for me, it's, you know, my, my body. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a lot harder to pick up on those when you're not first connecting with yourself, I find as well, even like for me, journaling is a big practice as well in the morning to just kind of connect in that space and that like that intimate space within that we all have. And I think it's, we're just so stimulated nowadays with all the phones and everything that's going on and the busy lives that we all live that just a few minutes, like truly, like you said, just five minutes, just a few minutes of, of, of shifting the lens inward and focusing inward and connecting with your, like you with yourself is it just, it, it, it makes a world of a difference. Yeah. Journaling is, is also one of my nearest and dearest practices. I would say that that is um, actually my main, main form mm-hmm. of therapy for myself is journaling. Um, I, I love keeping a record of my ebbs and flows. Mm. Um, it's such a beautiful reminder that everything is transient and, um, yeah, just if, if I was ever going through something, whether empowering or, um, discouraging or whatever emotions are attached to, uh, the experience, it's such a beautiful lens to be able to reflect back when you're in a new space. Um, and to get real out there with you, it's like, I, I have the whole perception of time just being an illusion with that. Um, mm. because things come in cycles and things repeat or, um, things are all happening at the same time. I don't know, you know? Um, so journaling is really powerful in that way, uh, for another form of self-awareness and, and just, uh, again, paying attention to, yeah. to what's happening in your life. Just paying attention. That's it. That's what it comes down to. I love that. And journaling is kind of like dancing of the hand, right? With the pen and the paper. Yes. <laughs> yes. 100%. Same with art. So uh, yeah. the, and I'd, I'd be curious to hear how much you are able to share around the, like our body's ability to store information or hold on to certain emotions. I know that we store emotions in different places in our body and things like that and past traumas and things. I don't know how much how much knowledge you have in that space, but would be curious to hear. 
Yeah, so I'm definitely not an expert. Um, hopefully we'll get there one day. Sure. <laughs> um, but I do have the honor and privilege of collaborating with um, Dr. Frank Anderson, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And um, he has really taught me so, so much about mm. um, how much the body stores. Um, he, you know, is he, his, lenses through a trauma-informed approach. So um, he uses a bottom-up approach for his clients, where meaning that it is uh, starts with the body, like versus top-down of very cerebral and down, you start by um, kind of looking at the whole system and um, the idea that your body does store trauma, your body stores emotions. Um, and so in that space, I've been able to really, so cool. I'm like in a whole realm of just being a sponge of learning from him um, within Kinergy and within um, the work that I'm doing to really kind of infuse the science behind the healing of, of movement and dance. So, yeah, it's cool. Again, I'm just being a student right now and I'm, yeah. I'm just soaking it all up. and. Um, I feel very blessed. That's very, very cool. I love that. I have to have to research a little bit more on that too. Cause you know, I, I know from my own experience too, that emotion is stored in the body. And I think there's a great a good book called too, like, I think it's the body keeps score or something like that. There's a book that talks mm -hmm. a little bit more mm -hmm. about the, how the body holds onto trauma and emotions and things like that. So I'm, I'm just really interested to, uh, to, to learn more. What, what do you think that most people are not aware of when it comes to your your body keeping score or your body storing information or something that you found was interesting that you've learned so far? Um, I would say there's thoughts, feelings, and physical sensations. Um, and that kind of is the whole makeup of your interoceptive awareness of, of your vessel. Mm -hmm. And so, um, in that space, uh, again, carving out some space just to go interoceptively versus being in your external environment and checking in just like a simple check-in with yourself. Like what thoughts am I experiencing right now? Or what feelings am I experiencing right now? Or what physical sensations, like, does my shoulder hurt? Or mm -hmm. um, am I, like, leaning into my left hip? Or just that subtle awareness um, can quickly surface a lot of information um, about your state and about, and, and give you tools of, hmm, okay, so this is where I'm at right now. So um, how can I integrate that into stepping back into my day with a slightly shifted perspective or awareness. Um, so yeah, just that simple practice of, of again, kind of like a self check-in. Um, yeah. What are my thoughts? What are my feelings? What are my physical sensations? Um, mm. Is can go a long way. I like that. And I like the three of those two of it's a cool and seeing how those might interconnect with each other too. Like, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? And what am I, what are my physical sensations? And maybe seeing some connections between those can just probably bring a whole right. lot of, you know, turning the lights on in a dark room. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, a physical sensation sensation could be an indicator of a, 
you know, an emotional blockage in the body. Right. Uh, it's all connected. So, and and I know in like in Eastern philosophy and a lot of ancient traditions, there is actual correlation between those different things and like parts of the body, exactly. physical sensations, and what emotions they might be leading towards, or what kind of the internal the the internal reflection of that might be. Yeah, I mean, these are ancient. This is ancient wisdom. <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're not discovering anything new here. Uh, again, we're we are remembering um, what has always been true, and that ancient tribes and indigenous cultures have been practicing for eons. So, um, you know, it's it's wonderful that um, specifically in the Western culture that we're kind of in this whole realm of you know rediscovering all of this. Um, and also it's important to acknowledge that it's always been around. Right. And now it's cool to be living in this, in this time because the science is catching up with all of that as well and showing just how powerful right. and, 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 and why that's the foundation of everything. So it's kind of cool to be circling back in a, in a powerful and more, I guess you could say widely accepted way or more, um, more powerful way. Like, you know, I was just talking with a friend who came back from the Dr. Joe Dispenza work uh, a whole week to Dr. Joe Dispenza and some of the science that they're getting on, on, on some of the, 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 the spontaneous remissions and the healing with the, with the visualizations and the power of the mind is just unbelievable. And they're making some amazing plays right now. It's, it's so cool to see. Oh man. Yeah. This fires me up because the, the intersection of science and, and spirituality is a huge topic. And, um, I, I personally feel it's really exciting, you know, evolutionarily where we're going in that realm. Um, like you said, of kind of infusing that science and having it be more accepted, um, in, you know, spirituality be more accepted in the science mm -hmm. realm. Cause I think that there was uh, a hard split between the two, but now right. they're kind of starting to merge and, and that's really exciting. Um, there's so much to be, to be discovered through that. So. Absolutely. So, um, tell me a little bit about Kinergy. I want to hear a little bit about like Kinergy's mission, how you got involved with Kinergy. Like what's the backstory with Kinergy? Oh, it's a, it's a wonderful, uh, story actually, um, how I got involved. Um, I'll just kind of condense it into a little brief this share. Is, this here. is what we're, this um, is what we're here for. So dive in. Yeah. Um, so it, it was very serendipitous how, how Kinergy did come into my life because when I was, um, finishing up school, I kind of, I have a, my dearest mentor, Dr. Lori Baudino, she's a dance movement therapist. Um, and so I was working with her and kind of starting to dip my toes into what I wanted to do post-grad and um, the kind of work that I wanted to get into. And um, so I was kind of starting to look into all these different realms of working with kids on the spectrum um, as a developmental specialist, um, kind of more in the therapeutic realm and then teaching yoga classes, movement classes. So I was kind of doing all the things separately. Um, and then Kinergy quite literally fell out of the sky um, the week that I was uh, graduating. Uh, actually not the week, but a little bit sooner than that, 
Julianne Huff, the founder of Cater and She mm-hmm. posted that she was looking for instructors for this movement that she's creating. And so was she just starting um, it at that I, point or had it already been off the ground? She was just starting it. It was the very first ever real kind of announcement about it. Mm-hmm. Um, she even says in the video, you know, I can't tell you too much about what it is. Um, cause we were, you know, still figuring it out. Yeah. Um, but come audition, um, we would love to, to share the space with you. And so, um, I submitted a digital application and then, um, you know, thousands and thousands of people yeah. applied. She's, Must have been competitive. Um, she's a very influential figure. And so, um, you know, I, I remember writing in my journal, I said, you know, this is a long shot, but you may as well shoot for the stars. And um, sure enough, I got invited back to the callbacks, um, 60 people at an in-person LA audition. And um, then they narrowed it down to 30 people and then to 20 people. And then they let two people go. And I was actually one of those people. And I remember uh, saying, okay, I really do feel like this is going to be in my life. Um, you know, it wasn't one of those things where I was like, well, screw this then. Um, I kind of kept an open mind, um, because I, I felt something really deep inside of me that was telling me you will be a part of this. Um, and so sure enough, I, um, also one more thing to share about that is, is that, uh, the in-person audition, there were two days um, that were scheduled for it. And that was right when I was graduating. So I had finals, I had graduation weekend, my family was coming into town, all of these things were happening. And I legitimately had two days free in my schedule. And I was like, Oh man, I, there's no way this is going to line up where I can, I can't miss a final. I can't miss graduation. And sure enough, the two days that were free were the two days that the auditions were of course of course they were that you can't you cannot (laughs) ignore that as a sign from from the universe so yeah um anyways so um ended up getting involved the following fall of 2019 and um kind of just started showing up to practice classes that some of the instructors we call them guides um were were guiding and i just kind of kept showing up and eventually you know julianne said hey do you want to be the intern for our company, you know, we, we've already gone through a training for the, for, for the guides right now, but, um, we'd love for you to be involved. I see your passion. I see, you know, your dedication to, to this work. Um, and so of course I just said yes in a heartbeat and it was a blessing in disguise and the silver lining of, um, of not actually being an original part of that initial guide training because I ended up having the opportunity to be involved on the internal team and start to exercise all these other skill sets that I Mm. was discovering in myself. Um, You know, creating content with Mm. one of my dearest creative partners in crime, Hunter So, um, and video content and um, all things marketing and kind of really developing a lot of my creativity in the realm of production and um, all the things. So it was really 
a wonderful experience to first be involved in that way. And then eventually there was another guide training and I became a guide. So I'm, um, you know, so I, I guide the class and now I also work full time for the team and have been kind of just carving my way through, through that. And, and now I'm working again with this neuroscientist on all the science behind the method. And, um, so it kind of just all goes back to staying open to, to the possibilities and surrendering to the flow and not being too rigid because that was the lesson that I learned was, um, because I had this tunnel vision of, I really want to be a guide. That's my, that's the ultimate dream right there. Um, cause I taught yoga and I taught dance and like, I want to do that. Um, that's a fusion of both of, of all of it. Dance is healing as, um, connection to yourself. And so, um, yeah, it was a, a big lesson for me when, when I didn't get that opportunity right away, because it created all this space for all these other things to blossom, um, along my path. And so, um, definitely one of the deepest lessons that I take with me almost every day. Unbelievable. That's so cool. That is so cool. (laughs) Especially. Yeah. It's like, you don't get the, you don't get the guy. Yeah. That's a really cool story. So I hope that you know that and you continue to share that in in all of those ways, because like, yeah, I can imagine being bummed out and not getting the guide thing, but it was just like, no, 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 there's something better on the way for you. And what a great perspective to have you know, and how inspiring is that to have that perspective moving forward too. And I'm taking that away from this conversation as well. When you think that when something doesn't work out the way that you thought it would, or the way you thought it wanted, like stay open because you might not see in that moment how that could be leading towards even more of what you want. Right. Right. And I think another big lesson there for me personally, it's an ongoing lesson. I've, I've learned it, but I keep learning it um, is patience. Um, I'm a person that I'm a, you know, I'm a go-getter. I'm an Aries, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm a fire sign. I want to, you know, do a lot of things. And I, I feel like this lesson of patience where it's like, um, not to pick the fruit before it's ripe, you know, and that there's beauty in the, in the process. And that also, uh, translates into my art and and the creation process is heavily reliant on being patient with yourself and with what you create because um it can't happen right away um Mm. or a relationship that you're developing can't happen right away like it takes time and so uh yeah patience is a huge lesson there too yeah patience on on the other side of the same coin, persistence as well, because the the only reason that ended up happening was because you kept showing up, right? And you kept showing right. up to those classes and you kept showing up and until until the that passion was seen by other people. And and that's how that next opportunity happened. It's not like you just went home and sat on your couch couch and then someone, you know, you got you got the opportunity, you got someone offered you an internship from that, but you continuously showed up. Um, and I think that that's easy to do when it's in alignment. But so it's like patience and persistence. It's kind of balancing those two in a way. That's actually really funny that you say that because in my journal entries from from that time, I wrote down like my three P's that I had always kind of just come back to. And it was patience, persistence and presence. Mm. Um, And so those three were kind of like my anchors through this kind of 
transition period of life of graduating from school and mm-hmm. trying to get my feet on the ground and create um, a life for myself independently, um, patience, perseverance, and presence. Love it. So, and how, how long ago was this? So how long have you been with Kenergy team? So I started, uh, interning back in fall of 2019. Mm-hmm. So it's been, man, two and a half, almost two and a half cool. years. And and what kind yeah. of growth have you seen with Kinergy? And tell me a little bit more about like, what's the Kinergy model? How does it work? I got a little taste of it at that event, which was very cool. But tell me a little bit more about like the method behind Kinergy and, and what you guys are, how you guys are actually doing it. Yeah. So uh, Kinergy is a company that's based on a digital platform. So uh, it's kind of like this digital wellness world where we have fitness classes, meditation classes. And then our main signature method um, is a fitness dance-based cardio workout um, that helps release stuck and stagnant emotion in the body um, through movement, through breath work, through creativity and activating your imagination. Um, So play is a huge component of the method. It's kind of shifting the way that we perceive and approach fitness. Um, It doesn't have to be a no pain, no gain mindset. It can be really playful and fun. And then there's the, the whole expressive and artistic component to it. You know, we journey through the elements. So as you experienced at breakfast, um, we use our bodies to move through the elements of earth, fire, water, and air. Um, because the whole philosophy is that we are nature by nature. It's not just something that's outside of us. We are literally made up of the elements. And so um, our bodies, again, are a powerful vessel for connecting to, to nature and to that realm. And so when we can surrender our analytical minds and all the things going on to the wisdom of our bodies, that's when uh, we can really f- feel our most natural form of expression come through. Um, and it's a journey that, that you go on through through the signature method. It's a 40-minute full, full immersive journey. Um, and by the end, you kind of reach the state that we call the Kinergy state, um, mm-hmm. where you know we're doing a lot of breath work, movement, energy work. Um, one of our mentors is Dr. John Amaral, who um, is an amazing energy practitioner. And so with all of this work and all these modalities being fused together, this Kinergy state is a state of expansion in yourself, expansion of your energetic field, expansion of your awareness, um, and just connection to yourself, to other people, and to everything beyond yourself, God, the universe, source. Mm-hmm energy, whatever, whatever you may call it. Um, it's just that full, full embodiment and transcendent experience. So how cool. That's so sweet. I want to try, I got to try a full, I got to try a full 40 minute class. I can imagine that, that yes. you, I, I'm just thinking about the feeling after has got to be such a, like a, like a mix between a post-workout, post-yoga, post-breath work kind of high that you get that especially settle, settling in the body. So that sounds like, sounds very cool. Yeah. It's really, um, yeah, it's like you don't need any drugs to feel yeah. this way. You know, That's it's right. like, um, there's so much space that you create, you know, when you are releasing these 
um, blockages or whatever stuck mm-hmm. emotion may be in your body, um, you create so much space where uh, you can actually feel everything pour into you. And it's right. just this beautiful clarity and presence um, where I find I, I'm able to see people's eyeballs <laughs> so much <laughs> more cool. clear um, when I talk to them after class versus just kind of being clouded by my own perception. That's a good world. way to that's a good way to put it. And even taking that a step further, if you don't need drugs to feel those highs, you are the drug. It's like we have in, inside our brain, our body, we have we have a pharmacy and we can tap yeah, into those things. Yeah. Like we release the dopamine, the serotonin, like all of those things are released, but you gotta work for it. Right. It's not just a, mm-hmm. a quick hit or a quick, you know, instant gratification with it. You work for it through the 40 minutes of exerting yourself. Breath work. It's called work for a reason. It's not, it's not comfortable. It's not easy pumping oxygen right. through your system. It's not easy doing a workout, but that feeling you get after, it's like that is the drug. That is the drug. You are the drug. Just tapping into that and putting in that little bit of effort to to, to really to receive that that reward. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Well, I can't wait to try the uh try the Kinergy drug and uh and, and see what that one feels like. So that'll be fun. Um yeah, as we're as we're wrapping up here, this has been an awesome conversation. I want to thank you so much. Is there is there anything that you want to share with the listeners as we wrap up here? Oh, what do I want to share? Uh happy new year. <laughs> <laughs> um and I I'm just so grateful uh, to have met you and just, yeah, like-minded individuals who just um, are all on a path of creativity, wellness, Mm -hmm. just connection in general. Um, I, I think leaving it with meeting someone like you is so special and um, other people who have, come and I've come in contact with in my life. And I think community is a huge, huge thing for me right now. Um, especially living in LA, there's a whole hodgepodge yeah. of really, um, amazing, amazing individuals who are so unique in their gifts and what they share. Um, and the more that we can collaborate and connect, the more magic we can create, you know, there's space for everyone. And I think that that is just uh, a really important reminder. Um, so I'm just grateful again to have Beautiful. met you and um, yeah, continue on and see, see what else lies ahead. I love it. Yep. And that, thank you. And that's, uh, that's find the others in a nutshell. That's the mission here with this podcast and some of the other work with the retreats and events and workshops and stuff like that with find the others is just yeah, you are one of the others and everybody listening right now is one of the others. If you're still listening at this point in the conversation, you are certainly one of the others that is uh, that is on this on your own journey of you know, we're all on our own journey of healing, of of growth, of development, of of experiencing. And when we can be on the same team and aligned with other people who are on their journeys, it's like we're this beautiful tree that's just like all these different branches coming from the same root. And there's a lot of stability and the same tree trunk. And there's a lot of stability in that. And that's that's the that's the beauty of of this and, and of community as well. So thank you. Welcome. You're now part of the family and uh, looking forward <laughs> to uh, to trying Kinergy class and uh, being in touch. Yes. Thank you so much, Joshua. It's been a pleasure. Alrighty. Thanks. Thanks.